Welcome to Grown Up Kids, a Disney podcast. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing that was all started by a mouse. Hello and welcome to Grown Up Kids and Day 13 of Podmas. I'm Katie. And I'm Megan. And today we have two return guests. Hi, Kat. Hey! And hi, Caitlin. Hi! So, yeah, we, we know who you guys are from some previous episodes and, you know, life in general. Yep. Mm-hmm. So yeah. thank you for joining us again. And today they are joining us to discuss the movie Swiss Family Robinson. I visited their treehouse before at Disney, but I had never seen the movie. <laughs> Same. And first of all, the uh, the treehouse is very similar. Applause to the Imagineers. It looks really good. And second, um, I really liked it. So I did too. Yeah. So go ahead, watch this movie. It's okay. Meg gives her stamp of approval. I didn't fall asleep. I stayed completely engaged the entire time, <laughs> and it was amazing. Yep. <laughs> All right. It's time for the 30-second Disney Dash. Kicking it off. And I will go. All right. And we literally just, this is a especially a theme with Podmas, we literally just, just finished watching just it. just watched it. <laughs> We'll see how this goes. We have a lot of movies to watch, okay, guys? A lot. All right. On your mark, get set, go. So we start with a shipwreck, and then there's a family that is stuck in it. They get out, and they go to an island, and then they basically just create a home there. They build a treehouse. It's really awesome. They thrive, and they have a ton of really cool pets, like an elephant, and then they catch a tiger, and um, there's monkeys. They also get all the animals off the boat. And then they have to defend themselves against pirates that are coming. And then uh, one of them goes to England. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> All about animals. All about animals. <laughs> I mean, oh, that, that, was, that was the important part, that right? That was accurate, yeah. 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 Tiger. That's all I cared about. <laughs> I like to freak Meg out as she reaches about 20 seconds. She gave seconds. me a look, so I, I like was like... I giving her a look, and it makes her really nervous. I gotta wrap this up. Well, how, how long was that? 28. Oh, see? I wrapped it oh. up at the right time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who would like to go next? I'll go next. Okay. okay. Alrighty. <laughs> Caitlin's right. like, good. I'm not ready. <laughs> <laughs> Are you ready? Yep. Set. All right, we start with this family called the Swiss Family Robinson. Hey, that's what the movie's titled. They get shipwrecked on an island, they build a treehouse so they can live there forever because, you know what, they're running away from pirates and they gotta stay hidden. They meet up and they find this man and who they think is a boy uh, stranded on the island and they bring them in, they collect a bunch of animals and they fight against the pirates and they live happily ever after the end. 21, exactly, like on the dot. Yeah. Woo! Very nice. Nice. That was good. I totally left out the whole, like, the whole guy-girl character, old man, rescue pirates thing. That's okay. You can't you can't always cover everything. I did look at, as soon as they rescued, when they thought that she was a boy, I was like, is that the girl from Darby O'Gill? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I think it is. <laughs> I'm like, it's definitely a girl. I can tell. And then yeah. I was like, yep. It's Katie. That's Katie O'Gill. I was like, that's not a boy of 14. Get out of here. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> all right. Caitlin, would you like to go next or last? Oh, man. Might as well get it over with. Okay. I'll go. <laughs> all right. Okay. Are you ready? Yep. Set. Go. The Swiss family Robinson find themselves the lone survivors of a shipwreck and must make their home on a tropical island. They build a fancy treehouse, Fritz and Ernst explore the island, they meet Bertie, celebrate Christmas, fight pirates, then get rescued by Bertie's grandpa, but surprise, they love their island and choose to stay forever. The end. 18! 18 seconds. That was so much better than mine! That was so good! (laughs) I was, like, practicing at work today, I was like, okay, gotta get this. (laughs) (laughs) I love when people tell me they practice. It's the best. (laughs) Uh, all right, let's get this over with. Go. What? Go. Why do you always do that to me? Because <laughs> I like 
like seeing your face. <laughs> All right, ready, no. set, go. The family is shipwrecked, but they survive, and they end up on this tropical island where there's all these crazy animals like zebras and tigers and ostriches. But they learn how to live there and live off the land, and they build this giant treehouse. Um, TLC would be proud or whatever that shows on. And then some pirates come, and they have to defend themselves, but it's all good. I think you were looking for HGTV. Yes, thank you. That was it. <laughs> yeah. Treehouse Masters. Mm-hmm. 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 They, they'd be proud of that. 21 seconds. That was good. Thank you. All right. Some history. Woo. Sorry. So we've got a uh, huge list of people that we are very used to seeing in movies right now because, you know, we're in the middle of one of those things that Walt likes to do. But it's weird to see them all as one family. It is. But cool. But well, weird. actually, though, okay, well, I'll talk about this in a second. So, Swiss Family Robinson is from 1960. It is an American adventure film and stars John Mills, Dorothy McGuire, James MacArthur, Janet Monroe, Tommy Kirk, and Kevin Corcoran. All right. Dorothy McGuire, mom from Old Yeller. Tommy Kirk and Kevin Corcoran brothers from Old Yeller. So, like, that was kind of cool to see them again in, like, a mother-son relationship. Then we have Janet Monroe, who is Katie O'Gill mm -hmm. from Darby O'Gill, and she was also in Third Man on the Mountain Third Man on the Mountain with James MacArthur, who is the oldest brother in this movie. He is also Johnny from Light in the Forest, mm -hmm. and yes, from Third Man on the Mountain, um... He's in quite a few others. And John Mills. That yeah, is, what is he from? That is her dad. That is Haley Mills' dad? Yeah, I thought I that it up. was. Okay, so, yeah, because I remember yeah. we were talking about Haley Mills a bunch, and I don't know where this episode goes in regards to the other ones with Haley Mills, <laughs> but um, how her father, like, basically told her she was acting really oh, bad yeah. on set, and I thought that you said John Mills, so that's why I was like, is that her dad? He said that she was boring, and she was like a great white cabbage. It was on Pollyanna. Yeah, it was yeah, in yeah. Pollyanna. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's this guy. Oh. Well. <laughs> All right. I mean, Disney is known for, you know, contracting a lot of people, so. Yeah. Yeah. It's all in the family. John Literally. Mills and Haley Mills. <laughs> um, alrighty, so this is about a shipwrecked family who build an island home, and it is loosely based on the 1812 novel, The Swiss Robinson. It's actually in, like, a German name that I'm not going to try and pronounce. Oh, come on. Nope. And it's by Johann David yeah. Weiss. Yeah, nice. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Um, so the film is directed by Ken Anakin. Any relationship to Skywalker... Probably not. Um, <laughs> and shot in <laughs> Tobago and Pinewood Studios outside of London. Ooh. That's weird. Um, so after watching the movie that was previously released by RKO Pictures, Walt and Bill Anderson decided, Walt Disney and Bill Anderson, decided to produce their own version of the story. Um, Anderson talked with director Ken Anakin during filming of another live-action Disney picture, Third Man on the Mountain, which had James MacArthur, as I mentioned. That was near Zermatt in Switzerland. Ken Anakin had also worked with Disney in the 1953 adventure film The Sword and the Rose. Well, his work certainly improved. Yeah, because that was, I was not a fan of that movie. Um, so during his, stay in, oh, yeah. <laughs> during his stay in Switzerland, Anakin read the book and he wondered why Disney wanted to make a story so outdated. But maybe that's why they only made it loosely based on that novel, because they changed a lot of the story. Because it has pirates and adventure and family. It's very... And animals. How he made it, it's very Disney. Yes. Yeah. Um, so Swiss Family Robinson was the first widescreen Disney film shot with Panavision lenses. Uh, when shooting in widescreen, Disney had almost always used a matted widescreen or filmed the movie in cine cinemascope. So this is a new way of filming widescreen. You could tell it as soon as it opened. Like, it fit on our TV. Yeah. Which old movies at this time period <laughs> do not. You can, like, have right. Disney vision where it, like, puts, like, a the background along the side and it looks terrible. The animated ones. Yeah, but this yeah. one actually looked like... It was cool. Like yeah. it, it fit how I would watch movies now, you mm -hmm. know? But it's from the 60s. 
Well, you know, Maybe. Walt's always on top of technology. True. Tried to be, at least. Yeah, he did a lot of first things, so. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, fun facts. And, again, they're fun stuff for this one. Good. <laughs> so, this was a really successful film. So, at the box office, it took roughly $40 million, which is around $367 million in today's money. So, that made it one of the most successful family films ever made. That is, I mean, that's a, that's a lot. I know that nowadays, like, films are making, like, a billion dollars and stuff like that, but... In that time? That's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, as you said, it is loosely based on that novel. So, Roberta, nor the Pirates, actually, so my point just a second ago is huh. null and void. Neither of those appear in that 1812 novel that the film is based on. So... Interesting. Now I can totally see that... Disney would add pirates. <laughs> and a girl. <laughs> and a girl. <laughs> and a girl. Yeah. <laughs> so the treehouse, just because I think this stuff is kind of interesting, like how things are made and all that, um, it was construct construct <sighs> Constructed? Constructed! Thank you. In a 200-foot-tall salmon sure. in the Goldsboro Bay area. Is that like a type of tree, I'm guessing? I guess. Okay. Um, so... In talking about the treehouse, the director, Ken Anakin, said it was really solid, capable of holding 20 crew and cast, and construct constructed in sections so they could be taken apart and rebuilt on film by the family. Hmm. So, pretty cool that, like, it's legit. Yeah. It really can, like, hold a family that would be living there. Um, the tree was not an easy place to shoot. There was only three hours of sunlight per day to actually, like, shoot. After filming, the local Tabagonians? Tabagonians. convinced Disney, who was going to remove it after the end of filmmaking, um, to let it stay. And, but in 1960, the treehouse was listed for sale for $9,000, a fraction of its original cost, and later became a popular attraction among locals and tourists. Before it was finally destroyed by Hurricane Flora in 1963, so it wasn't there that long. I was just going to say, that didn't last very long. But the tree is still there, and it's located on property of the Roberts Auto Service and Tire Shop, which is in Goodwood. Um, Tobago, a resident of Tobago, said that the tree has fallen into obscurity, so only a few of the older people really know its significance. Um, as a matter of fact, not many people know of the film Swiss Family Robinson, much less that it was filmed here in Tobago. <laughs> so That's really this, sad. I know. Yeah. This whole place is just like, let it stay here, let it be a thing, and like... No, it's nothing, really. Interesting. Yeah. Um, so Duke, who is one of the Robinson's guardian Great Danes, stars in a later Disney film, The Ugly Dachshund, which is on our list. Yeah, it is. So we'll see him again later. He plays the ugly dachshund because he's not a dachshund. I guess, yeah. <laughs> not at all. I didn't even think about that. I just, like, accepted it. Whatever. That would be so awkward. <laughs> Um, so I thought about this the entire time I was watching this movie, which is, and I'll talk about this later, I'm sure, but it's my only downside to the film. Um, many of the animal scenes that were shot would not be allowed in a film today because of laws governing the use of animals in movies. So Ken Anakin, the director again, on a DVD commentary, commentary said that the trapped zebra was subject to electric shocks to make it move about. Um, that is now illegal in Hollywood movies, and just seeing how, like, during that race, how that kid kept jumping on that ostrich's back, and, like, you know that's a real animal, just just for a, you know, uh, an example. I felt bad for that ostrich. Yes, yeah. me yeah. too. Like, none of that would be okay now. Yeah. I And, like, zebras don't move like that, you know? Like, they don't, they don't run like a horse. Like, you don't ride and, like, run a zebra like a horse. So, like, I figured something... I don't know. And then also, that looked like a real snake. Yes. In the oh. water. Oh, that yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure it is. Like, I have, like, the DVD, and I'm pretty sure that it is a real snake. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I would be interested to go back and, like, watch the special features, because we have the DVD, too, but, like, like I said, this is the first time we ever watched it, but I know that there's some special features on there, but I, it looked... Like, I don't know how they could have made that fake. Like, that looked like a real snake. And they yeah. were just, like, thrashing around with it. I mean, I'm not a fan of snakes, but 
But still, like, it's a living, still. breathing thing that yeah. you're, it doesn't know what you're doing. You right. know what I mean? That scene yeah. was terrifying. Like, yeah, if it was a real snake, that's yeah. terrifying. To film, yeah. to even film that? Like, yeah, that thing was clearly wrapped around him, for real. And, like, that's a real python. Right. Like, what? <laughs> they squeeze you to death. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. Ew. Yeah. Dangerous stuff. Speaking of, um, if you can imagine, there were some close calls on set, um, both which occurred during scenes with the family playing in the water. So first, when the father takes a swing to try to change vines like the monkey, when they're swinging across the hole, the big pond, yeah, yeah. he misses and he falls into the water. Um, well, John Mills, that's the dad, revealed that his foot just missed a sharp, jagged rock under the water that no one had known about. So that could have been bad. Uh, then there's a scene with Francis playing in the ocean with Rocky the elephant. At one point, he was pulled, he fell under, and the elephant's foot ended up right on his face. But by lucky chance, the current was so strong underneath that it prevented the foot from like really pressing down and it stopped him from getting hurt. But yeah, dangerous stuff. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, again, like, a lot of this stuff you would never see in a movie today. It would or be, they would they, it would all be CGI. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Which, honestly, though, like, at least you're protecting the animals by... Like, it's fine if you want to portray that, I guess, in a movie, but, like, at least you're protecting the animals when filming by, like, making all of that CGI nowadays. I mean, look at the CGI of Lion King. Those animals look real. They do. Yeah. So... <laughs> Yeah, they do. Leave that the, little baby. Oh boy, controversy. Right. <laughs> that little baby Simba. Oh my god. Oh. He looks so fluffy. I want to cuddle him. Yeah. But very off topic. <laughs> um, so Walt actually never traveled out to Tobago to visit the shoot. So again, less and less of him involved in the actual filming. He's way more involved in other Disney things like theme parks. What? What year does he die? I, I believe it's late 60s. I'm pretty sure it's like 1966. Yeah, I didn't think it was very late. I feel like we're going to yeah, get to that Yeah, it was really the late soon. 60s. Yeah. Or 60s. Um, so there was some filming difficulties. Again, I was, sorry, I was just going to say, like, I wonder if maybe he's becoming less and less involved because he's not feeling 100%. Not as healthy. I don't yeah. know it could be. Yeah. Because, like... He died from cancer, so, like, that can build up over right. time, especially in that time when you don't have the medicine that you have today to catch it and stop it, like, back in the 60s, like, I don't know, I feel like, I feel like some of it would have been ignored, potentially. And, yeah, I can almost see Walt being like, And he could just be like, oh, I'm fine, I'm just tired, when, like, really it's actually something, you know? Yeah. So, I don't know, maybe that yeah. plays a role in him becoming less and less involved right now, I don't know. That's fair. Yes. Well, and remember, like, this was the time as well when he was trying to get the rights for Mary Poppins, and he yeah. was working on some of his other bigger films that I think he put a lot of focus into those, mm -hmm. and also Disneyland yes. as well, because yeah. it's, that was happening at the same time, so I think his, as big as so Stanley Robinson did, I think it was still considered, like, probably a smaller project. True. Yeah. His focus was probably, like, 100% on Mary Poppins right now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so. Sorry, I didn't no. mean to interrupt you. <laughs> no, you're fine. Um, as you can imagine, they're on this deserted island, like, quite literally, almost. <laughs> um, so there were some filming difficulties. So this is a quote from John Mills, who I don't think he really liked filming here. So he says, if a scorpion doesn't bite me during the night, I get into the car. And if it doesn't skid off the edge of a cliff... I reach the mangrove swamp I walk through, and if I'm not sucked in by quicksand, eaten alive by land crabs, or bitten by a snake, I reach the beach. I change on the beach, trying to avoid being devoured by insects, and walk into the sea. If there are no sharks or barracudas about, we get the shot and then do the whole thing in reverse, pro providing, of course, we haven't died of sunstroke in the meantime. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, he doesn't seem like a very pleasant dude. Yeah, just... Great white cabbage, okay? Who says that to their I daughter? Mean, like, okay, like, I get, I get it. This probably wasn't, like, the best place to be filming a movie. But first of all, you probably knew what you were getting yourself into, I would imagine, when you got cast in this role. And you, it's up to you to accept it or not. 
Um, second of all, yeah, he, like, does not talk very nicely about his daughter. I, and I'm sorry, Haley Mills Defender, she's the bomb. I love Haley Mills. Don't be talking bad about her. Her acting is superb. Accurate. So, I don't think I'm a fan of this John Mills guy. So, Meg. Yes. Remember in the beginning of this episode, mm-hmm. you were like, oh man, Ken Anakin, any relation? Not quite a relation, but George Lucas was a huge fan of Swiss Family Robinson. What? So, <laughs> so he, he named Anakin Skywalker after the director of the film. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Like, that is, like, probably the most random thing I've ever... (laughs) Wait, it gets better. So when Fritz and Ernst are fighting the anaconda in the swamp, that inspired the garbage masher scene in episode four, A New Hope. And the climactic battle with the pirates was a direct influence on the final Ewok skirmish in Return of the Jedi. As a Star Wars fan, those make me so happy. <laughs> I know. Yes, I same. <laughs> I'm like, yes. It's just so weird because, like, I see it. Mm-hmm. When I was watching it, I was like, oh, my God. There was a scene where the dad was wearing, like, a just, like, a white shirt. But the way that it, it was, like, open and, like, kind of flowy, it looked like Luke's, like, outfit that he wears in the beginning of A New Hope to me. And, like, just a lot of things really connected because I knew this fun fact beforehand. And I was like, oh, my God, this guy just stole everything from Swiss Family Robinson. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, like how, like, different and random. Right? Like, a story about this family that's shipwrecked on an island inspired Star Wars. (laughs) (laughs) So bizarre. (laughs) That's why when you said that. I mean, the Ewok's houses look like the tree house, so, you know. You're so right. That's true. This is weird. When you said that in the beginning, I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. Guys, I <laughs> legit did not read these fun facts beforehand. Had no clue that I walked right into that one. You did. You set it up for me perfectly. Thank you. Well, anytime. <laughs> and last fun fact. Meg mentioned this before, but you can visit a replica of the treehouse for yourself if you visit Adventureland in Walt Disney World. Fun fact, you climb a total of 116 stairs. The replica is, like, spot on, too. Oh, yeah. It's really good. Also, great fireworks viewing spot, if it's open. (laughs) That's a good idea. We, um, so we, we visited Disneyland Paris, and apparently at the top of their Swiss Family Robinson, you can see the Eiffel Tower. So I was like, all right, we're going to Paris. We're not going to the city, so we at least have to go up there to see the Eiffel Tower, right? We didn't even do that. So <laughs> We just were oh. running out of time, guys. We but just ran through that park. If you're there, climb up there. Great view, apparently. Yeah. I wonder, like, how far away it looks, because it, that was, like, a long train ride. It was, yeah. like, a 45-minute train ride out of the city mm-hmm. to go mm-hmm. there. But I guess the Eiffel Tower is pretty tall, isn't it? <laughs> it's kind of a landmark. <laughs> kind no of. No big deal. Yeah, well, you know what else is a landmark? Big Ben. Guess what we didn't see? Big, Big ben. ben. We saw no. a lot of scaffolding, though. But That just means we have to go back. Yeah, we will. All right, well, that's completely off topic. So, characters <laughs> for Swiss Family Robinson. First up, we've got Haley Mills' dad as William Robinson. Um, excuse me, his name is Father. Father. <laughs> yes. The whole time. I did not hear him be called William once true yeah. yeah he was always father yeah katie looked at me yeah. <laughs> and she was like when we have kids do not call me mother <laughs> I, was like, no. I was like it's okay i was like maybe when the baby is little i'll call you mom sometimes i was like that's fine and that's she's like different. no but like the couples that do it all the time even when the kids are older no we're, we're not going to be that. And I'm like, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. I agree. It's yeah. awkward. It's, yeah. It is awkward. Not a fan. This is so off topic, but that's like Berenstein Bears, how their names are like sister and brother. I was yeah. always like, what? <laughs> You're right. That's funny. You're right. 
Um, he's really cool, though, actually, in this movie, even though I don't think that I'm a fan of his, like, actual personality Mm -hmm. as a person, but in this film, he plays a good role. I like how he is, like, the leader of his sons, um, and he also, like, knows how to have fun. He's not, like, the typical dad that's gonna be all, like, Strict. strict and stuck up and you know, not going to, like, join in on, on the fun. He does. Like, I love I love the scene. It would have been a lot more fun if the mom joined in on the fun in this scene, but I loved the scene whenever they were, like, at that watering hole, I guess you could call it, where they were, like, swinging on yeah. the vines. Um, but then the mom is just, like, sitting there with her parasol, and I'm like, just jump in. Just go in the water. <laughs> yes, cat. I, I love that scene purely because... Um, we have a waterfall location here in the mountains close to me in South Carolina uh, called sliding rock. And you can actually slide down. Like it's a water slide in the spring and the summer. That's so fun. It's really cool. cool. I feel like I saw it on Facebook. Cause like I was, as soon as they did that, I was like, I think that I've seen a video on Facebook of a place where you could go and do this. Yeah. There's a lot of places you could do it. Yeah. Katie was like, they're going to rip their clothes on, like, a sharp rock or something. <laughs> I'm like, no, it looks pretty smooth. Um, I don't know where to uh, where to place him, though. I think, I actually, I think Gryffindor. Yeah, I agree. He's just, like, yeah. very, he seems to think with his heart. He's very mm-hmm. adventurous, but, like, knows when it's time to, like, play hero mode, you know, and yeah. um, be serious. But, yeah. Seriously? Seriously. Mm-hmm. He's a total Gryffindor. Yeah, I agree. Next up is Elizabeth Robinson. This is the mom, mother, mother. I didn't. So in she was an old Geller. Here we go. And I, <laughs> <laughs> I mentioned an old Geller that I really didn't like her teeth, and I have to say that I didn't notice them as much in this movie. Same. So there must have been. Maybe some changes, possibly, but I think that her smile looked very pretty. <laughs> and <laughs> it, her, her teeth weren't as blaringly yellow to me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, not that that's a big deal, but, like, you're in Hollywood. Just, oh, my God. <laughs> Gargle with some hydrogen peroxide every night. Like, it's not, okay, it's she's not living bad. in the jungle here. Yeah. <laughs> well, Casey, okay, it fits better in this movie. She's lucky if she has teeth at the end of this film. Okay? Maybe it's because she's not married to Davy Crockett. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh. Well, I liked her in this movie. I think that she was very sweet. Like, I really liked her and William's relationship. I thought it was really cute. Um, Like, how he did so many things, like, just for her, keeping her in mind when he was building the treehouse and everything. I thought that was really cute. Especially because she wasn't very comfortable there, but he made her He made her comfortable. So comfortable, in fact, that she ended up wanting to stay there. And, like, Mm -hmm. that was her, like, she was the initial one that said that to him at the end. Like, no, I don't want to leave. Right. Um, which yeah. I thought was awesome. And I also... Go ahead, Kat. Oh, no, I was just going to say, I also love how he, like, said to her the whole line about um, ordinary people live in ordinary houses and, like, making it more of a statement of we're not ordinary people and we should, mm-hmm. like, live this extraordinary life, which yeah. I thought was kind of cool. That is yeah. a cool quote. Um, yeah, I, don't, I just really liked their relationship. I thought it was really cute. It seemed really genuine. Like, the acting in their relationship was really... It felt really genuine. Their chemistry was really good. Um, I don't... I kind of am struggling between Gryffindor and Hufflepuff for her, kind of. Because, like, she's really kind and she's, like, really loyal to her family. But also, like, again, going out there and, like living this life is very brave. She was sort of forced into it, so that's kind of where I'm, like, struggling with putting her in Gryffindor because she wasn't, like, fully on board with it at first, but she did adapt to it well. Yes. But they were also, like, escaping. True. They were also, like, already planning to go and start a new life in a new colony, so that's pretty brave to begin with. Yeah, that's true. And then, like, this whole entire different thing was dumped on top of them. Yeah. But they still, like, survived and thrived. I kind of feel like as a family, honestly, they're all Gryffindor. Yeah, they're like the Weasley. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. 
They are in their house kind of looks like the Weasleys too. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the deserted island burrow. The tropical burrow. <laughs> tropical With burrow, tigers awesome. instead of chickens. Can we call it the coconut? Why? Because it's tropical. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I thought that was good. You didn't like it at all. <laughs> Let's go stop talking. No, it's cute. Oh, I'm sorry. All right, next up is Fritz. Fritz is a uh, good old dreamy James MacArthur. Oh my goodness. He, I like his hair. Yes. It's like the the yes. curly, frizzy blonde short hair. It's very cute. <coughs> Do you like him, Katie? He's fine, but. I'm not particularly attracted to him. He's way cuter when he was from Switzerland. Oh my god. In Third Man on the Mountain, but <laughs> go ahead, Kat. <laughs> there was something I kind of realized, especially as you were describing his hair. You know what he reminded me of? Old school Justin Timberlake in sync days oh, minus the like crazy god. ramen hair, but like yeah. sort of similar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that's totally what had JT's that hair would look like without gel in it. Yes! Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so Fritz Justin Timberlake Robinson. <laughs> um, I liked him. He played the like the big brother role very well, I think. Um, it was cool to see him in this film as opposed to the other ones because he was like more more of like a teenager kid. Yeah. The other, like, Light in the Forest, yeah. he was very, like, I mean, that's how he's supposed to be. He was, like, a very stern, stern like, strict, burly, like, kind of Yeah, dude. and then yeah. Um, in Man on the Mountain, Third Man, Man on the Mountain, he was a little looser, because he's a kid, but he was, like, very... It was, like, an, it was like an in-between. Yeah, very yeah. driven on his goals. So, yeah. like, he wasn't just a normal kid, but this, like, he got the He was up. very driven on the girl in this one. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, he was. <laughs> yeah. I liked how he played that, though. Like, he played that role very well. He, again, I think that him and Janet slash Roberta's chemistry was really good. Like, at first it was kind of up in the air who she was going to pick between Fritz and Ernst. But, like, I mean... Oh, my God. Dreamy James. (laughs) Let's let's be real. (laughs) Tommy is okay looking, but he's got nothing on James MacArthur. Yes. I'll be I'll be completely honest. When I was younger, I thought uh, Ernst was better looking. And now that I'm older, I'm like, I'd probably go for Fritz. But <laughs> I was, was the younger. opposite. <laughs> really? Yeah. You like Tommy yeah. better? No, I, I liked Fritz when I was younger, and I still do now. But I could see why people liked Tommy a lot. Yeah. Yeah. As an adult. Yeah. And he's cute. Like, I think that Ernst is, like, very cute. Whereas, like... Mm-hmm. Fritz is more like the handsome type. He's like a man. Oh, you know? Yeah. No, but like he is. Like Ernst is like, he's like a, man. a teenager and Fritz is like a young man. Would you say he's the third man? No, Fritz the is the third man. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> you ruined my pun. All right, where would you put him? Gryffindor. I said the whole thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, Gryffindor. yeah. Cat yeah, has something to add, though. Yeah. No, I was going to say, the other thing I liked about the difference, and we're probably going to talk about this with Ernst, too, but I liked how there was a very set difference in Ernst and Fritz, and that they had a close relationship, but clearly Ernst was the middle brother, and so he felt like he had to live up to him, Mm -hmm. but Fritz was like, no, dude, like, you're you're good on your own, but, like, don't try and up me. That's not how this works. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, they all had a really good dynamic as a family. Yeah, I think. Mm-hmm. We could go to Ernst next. Okay, that makes sense. Um, I don't like him. You don't like him? Nope. Really? Yeah. <laughs> no. Why? He annoyed me the whole time. I thought he me was too! A, I thought he was a big goofball. Well, I think that he has middle brother syndrome. <sighs> I don't know. I didn't like that hat he made. <laughs> you don't like that I just think that he, you know, he's got, he's stuck in that mindset that, like Kat just said, like, he, he feels like he has to live up to Fritz or almost one-up him, but then he also has to, like, be a role model for Francis, and it's kind of like finding that balance between the two things kind of, like, throws him for a loop sometimes. No, I agree. That helps me understand his character better, but he just annoyed me. I think he was supposed to annoy you. You know? Like, I feel like that was his role. Yeah. 
Yes, Kat. This is why I was going to say, like, I think of Ernst as the Ravenclaw and Fritz as the Gryffindor. Like, the because, like, Ernst is very, he kept talking about how he read about something in a book, or you should do this because I read it here, I, I saw this. And, like, even the father says, like, oh, I read books, too, and, like, Fritz is like, it's not all in books. Like, they make comments about that. And I was like, that's why Ernst is so annoying, because, like, no offense to Ravenclaws, Ravenclaws are great, I love them. But when they get on their high horse on books, and, like, I have a couple people at work, we put ourselves into houses who are Ravenclaws, and they do that. And they're like, well, it's said in this book. And so I think of Ernst as the Ravenclaw of the family. That's how Sarah is on Swish and Flick. She's just very knowledgeable. Yeah. She doesn't annoy me, though. No! Uh, Ravenclaws aren't annoying. No, 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 they're not annoying. But that's just what that's what they do. It's true. They it's yeah, a trait. It is. But also, Hermione. So like I kind of feel I kind of view you Ernst. Feel? Yes, I view Ernst as feel? like a as like a Hermione type Gryffindor. Yeah, you know. That's yeah, why, because okay. he's again like like the entire family was going to go in on this crazy adventure and start life somewhere else, which is incredibly brave. And I feel like they all, like, mesh very well together, but they all have their different strengths. And his just happens to be that, like, I feel like he's a Gryffindor with Ravenclaw tendencies, which is very Hermione-like. He does focus yeah. on books a lot. You're good on board yeah. with that. But that's not a bad thing. I love books. Same. Yeah. And maybe they never would have known what a tiger was if you didn't have the book. <laughs> okay, so last... Oh, wait, no. Next is Francis. Uh, so he is our, our famous little, little Kevin Corcoran. Always, always seen with an animal. Wait, specifically? A monkey or a dog. <laughs> always. Yeah. Always. He has to have these great Danes, and then he's carrying this monkey around. I was like, all right, all right. Are you Francis? Are you Moochie? Or are you to Toby Tyler? I know. Who are you right now? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. He is, uh, he he's typecast. Yeah. He's, oh, yeah. He's yeah. typecast as a little brother. Yes. Yeah, I was going to say he made me think about Arliss so much from when we did Old Yellow. I was like, yes. this is like yes. the same person. <laughs> he reminded me a lot of Toby Tyler in this movie. I don't know if you guys have seen that one yet, but um, how he was like trying to coax the tiger. He was like coaxing the tiger just like he coaxed Mr. Stubbs when he had the gun. Oh, God. Wasn't it? Don't remind me of that night. It was like scene. the exact same scene except a tiger instead of a monkey with a gun. Yeah. Yes, it's crazy. He, he also, and I don't know if you guys have done it yet, but Pollyanna, like, he always had a dog, and he did yeah. a lot of the same things in Pollyanna, and growing up, I totally thought Francis and Jimmy were the same character. <laughs> <laughs> same yeah. person. He really does play just, like, the exact same character oh. in every movie that he's in. What if he didn't get adopted by the old guy in Pollyanna, he got adopted by this family, and he really is Jimmy Bean? Oh, man. They just changed his name to Francis. True. Good. Yeah. Also, I want a pet elephant. <laughs> right? I know. I thought the same thing. I told Katie, I was like, I want a pet baby elephant. First of all, I want it to stay a baby. And second of all, and, oh, and then she was like, you want to clean up that poop? And I'm like, well, I would want to live, like, in a jungle with it. So that I wouldn't have to clean up after it. But it was cute. I loved whenever they were, like, swimming in the ocean together, even though Kevin almost got his face stepped on. Right. But. Yeah. Yep. All right. Now the last person on the list is Koala. We didn't talk about Birdie. Oh, right. I totally skipped over her. Yeah, let's do her before we do the pirate guy. Birdie, a.k.a. Roberta, who is Janet Monroe, who is Katie O'Gill, and who else was she? She's in Third Man on the Mountain. Third Man on the Mountain. She plays, like, again, J James MacArthur's love interest. <laughs> <laughs> um, she, I really like, I think her acting is really good. I agree. I like and, her a lot. And um, I believe that she's Irish. I think she's Irish. I think she's Irish. Um, so she does a pretty good, 
American accent. I think she had a British one in this one. Did she? Because she's from London. She had a British. Oh, yep, yep. Well, she didn't sound Irish, though. No, she didn't. No. No. But she very much did in Darby O'Gill. So, yeah, she can do accents pretty well. Yeah. Um, But I like her role. And again, I think her and James MacArthur have good chemistry, which obviously Disney must have, too, because they play the same roles together in a couple films. Um, But I'm also placing her in Gryffindor because of the fact that she pretended to be a guy. Because I'm assuming that the pirates would have killed her? Or maybe... Yeah. Or used her. Yeah. Yeah. Probably used her, actually, now that I'm thinking Which about it. Which is why her uncle made her cut her hair. Yeah. That yeah. would have been traumatizing. Yeah. So, yeah, I think just to protect herself and, like, just go into hiding in plain sight like that, that takes some guts. Yes. Yeah. I was also going to say, I really enjoyed her character as the fact of, even though she wasn't in the original book, but she added such more depth yeah. to yeah. the family. Because you saw, like, the mother become a whole new person with her. And then you also saw, like, the boys get more playful. And she also had a good, like, point about she's also the rational side of people. Like, if you did get stranded on an island or you were, like, running away from pirates, wouldn't you go back and wait for the people you think were coming for you? Or would you go and run and try and live your life in the, <laughs> the wilds of the jungle? And so yeah. Yeah. I like that she was kind of that antithesis to everything so yeah yeah. but she was also a very good-hearted person Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i agree i liked her all right now lastly the pirate captain koala aka reminded me of of genghis khan from night at the museum yes yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah you're right Mm -hmm. i don't know i just kept thinking of that the entire time and i thought of ben stiller Tricking him with magic. <laughs> Every time the pirates were on screen, I just really wished that there had been subtitles. Because, obviously, like, you don't know Ooh. what they're saying. Fun fact, I didn't pull. Some of them were speaking Indonesian. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Well, subtitles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but he was super cunning. Yeah. For sure. Um, yeah, to be like, we surrender, we surrender. Psych, coming up yeah. from the back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's not really, I don't think that there's really a whole lot to say about him besides the fact that, unfortunately, I think that he would go in Slytherin because he's pretty cunning. And um, I'm glad that he lost. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, that's all I got really on him. I don't know if anybody has anything else to add about him. Um, no, I was going to say, uh, sorry, I, I feel like he almost, to me, seemed like an influence for the third Pirates Caribbean film for the yes. um, Asian captain, or I, I can't even remember where, he, from the Singapore Pirates, um, who was played by, oh one. god, who was it? I don't even remember the actor, but Isn't he it? had the same look and like the same pirate ship and everything, mm-hmm. so I wonder if that was an influence for later on in Disney films. Probably. Oh, probably. I could totally see that happening. Influence for Pirates of the Caribbean and Star Wars. Star Wars. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Favorite characters and scenes? Yeah. Okay. Uh, my favorite character... Oh, let's guess. <laughs> ...is Birdie. Get out. I'm kidding. Yeah, it's Fritz. Okay. Shock of the century. Fritz is definitely my fave. (laughs) He's super dreamy. He beats the crap out of Ernst, and I liked it whenever he pushed him in the water. That was hilarious. And Francis, fight, 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 punch him. Now it's your turn. Get him. (laughs) So good. Um, And then favorite scene. Uh, I actually, I think I, I really like the scene whenever. Fritz, Ernst, and Birdie are escaping from the pirates, and they're, like, running back to their house, and they're, like, tricking the pirates that, like, whenever they, whenever they, like, hide in the bamboo, and then they come out, and then that pirate is there, but then they get him by, like, tripping him, Mm -hmm. and, and then they get away, Mm -hmm. and they discover that Birdie is actually Roberta, and just, like, that whole build-up of that scene, I really liked that part of the movie. Yeah. Like, when do you like to go? I can go. (laughs) Go for it. 
Okay, I'm going to have to say I like Fritz best, too. <laughs> also because he's dreamy, but I just felt like he was one of those really, like, take-charge characters. Like, yeah. yeah, he fought with Ernst and stuff, but at the end of the day, he just kind of did what he thought was right, and he did what he thought was helpful and stuff. And I'd say probably my favorite scene is the part where um, Father is showing Mother the treehouse. And you get to see, like, the part where he opens up the roof so they can look at the stars at night. And I'm just like, yeah. oh, it's so romantic. It was awesome. It was really I cute. Want, yeah, I want a house like that if I were to live in the jungle. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, I'll go next. I think my favorite character, I don't want to be a broken record and say Fritz, but yes. Um, <laughs> but it's, it's a three-way tie, honestly, because... I like Fritz because he was a character who seemed to grow the most mm -hmm. in the film. And I like really liked his development. I also like Birdie because she took charge, Roberta, and like was, I can fight just as good as any of you guys. Like when she shot off the gun and everything, yeah. I thought that was really cool. But then I also love Francis, like, you know, very, like how he just gets on the island and is like a typical kid and is like, I'm going to own all of these animals as my pets now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Captures yeah. an elephant. Gets a monkey, captures a tiger, saves Duke and, um, Duke and, I want to say Turk, but I know that's wrong. No, it's, I think it's Turk. I think it's Turk. Is it Duke and Turk? Yeah. And yeah. he, like, is so adamant about them saving them in the beginning. He's like, no, they're my dogs because everyone's gone. Yeah. So, yeah, I honestly really liked him because I could relate to that. You know, all of us as kids can. And then I have a two-way tie for my favorite scene. Um, first one is also when father is showing mother the house because it's just so great mm -hmm. like seeing all the hard work they did and how they came up with all these great inventions like the ice box and the water for like bathing and everything it was really cool and then I love the Christmas scene oh, like yeah. when yeah. Roberta and Fritz and Ernst come up on the zebra singing oh Christmas tree and they're dancing around and just the fun it's a moment of like lightheartedness of what could have been like they're so tired and oh my god we're running away from pirates yeah right. yeah <laughs> yeah i liked that scene too um my favorite character uh not to be a part of the fritz fan club um you just gave me but no i don't like him because of his face i like him because of his character <laughs> i also like him uh-huh sure we all said that we liked him because of his character too mm-hmm you can't. can't. No, you can't do that. <laughs> Fine, I'll pick Francis. Okay. Which I thought was going to be really annoying to me. Um, because he was annoying to me as Moochie. And it was kind of the same. But towards the end, I really liked... Like, he really could came up with some really good ideas. Like, if they didn't have those pirate alarms, they yeah. probably would have lost. And all the pits. And all the pits. And yeah, the like, tiger. Those were all his, yeah. Mm -hmm. And I just yeah. liked his, like, kind of his genuine like curiosity but like also i don't know like just like he oh being a kid. it's a coconut bomb cool throws it blows up the pirates no big deal <laughs> yeah i like that about him i loved when he caught the tiger and mm -hmm. he like he heard it happen and he's like oh, i got a tiger <laughs> so cute um and then favorite scene it's got to be the battle scene at the end because like it's it good. felt like yeah. deserted island home alone Yes, you're <laughs> right. It's <laughs> so a great like, description. Thank you. It's just like all these crazy booby traps, and then like you knew what they had set up for the most part. Um, so then you just got to see like phase one, phase two, phase three, and I was like, oh man, I can't wait till they get to the logs. I want to see them roll down. <laughs> she did say that. She's like, I want them to make those fall down the hill so bad. <laughs> it was just a lot of fun though. Like I'd never felt really nervous during it. I never yeah, I was they like, gonna they're lose. gonna win. Yeah, but yeah. it was cool to see how they won. Yeah, and just see like all their little inventions take down the pirates. Yeah. Mm -hmm. How about your least favorite? Mm -hmm. Least favorite character, um, I guess, like, I guess the head pirate, just because he's so, like, manipulative. I didn't, I didn't like his ways, like, he didn't fight fair, in my opinion, and, um, like, if you're gonna, if you're gonna fight, fight fair, you know what I mean? So, that bothered me that he was, like, surrendering to try to have them bring their guard down when he knew that that wasn't actually happening. Fighting dirty. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. Least favorite scene? 
I guess any scene that Fritz wasn't in. <laughs> <laughs> um, no. Uh, <laughs> I I guess maybe like the honestly like the beginning wasn't as like catching as I wanted it to be. I feel like I I knew that this movie was going to be good because of its popularity, so it, like, kept my attention. But the beginning of, like, them getting out of the boat and, like, onto that raft and then going through, like, what didn't look to me like a very difficult rock formation to pass through and they, like, made it this, like, really horrible thing. I don't know. Like, I'm being nitpicky, though. Right. Like, it's not like I, it's not like I hated it, but, like, if I had to pick a least favorite scene, I, honestly, like... Don't even show me how they got to the island. Just, like, tell me about it in a conversation and, like, have the movie start on the island. And I, I like think that would have been cool, you know? Mm-hmm. It was so mm-hmm. hard. Yeah. 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 I feel like, you know, the movie was two hours and seven minutes. Like, you could have made it one hour and 45 minutes and just told me how they got there. With, like, with <laughs> you know a fancy I mean? yeah. book that opens and explains <laughs> the story. Yeah. That sounds the Swiss familiar. Robinson. <laughs> the DVD title screen is a book that says Swiss Family Robinson. Well, they could have oh. just done that. Yeah. I, I agree with you. <laughs> How about you, Caitlin? Um, you want to say more? I don't know. It was kind of hard to choose a least favorite character because... I guess I found them all, like, really interesting in their own ways, even, like, the villain and stuff, but I'd probably have to go with Ernst, just because I know that there were a lot of times where he was, like, using his knowledge to be helpful, but there were certain times where he was like, well, I read books and I'm better kind of thing, and I was just kind of like, oh, you're one of those people, (laughs) and it was just, like, in such an obnoxious way that it was just kind of like, okay, we're done here, and then least favorite scene would probably be the part with the snake in the water I just uh, the thought of that giant snake wrapped around like any person just like the <laughs> freaks me right out I will say I think that scene went on a little too long for me yeah it was like, yeah. Right, yeah. I saw you spin five times <laughs> it's okay and then they do it 15 yeah. more yeah so we get I, it you're fighting you know. the snake I forgot about that scene, if I'm being honest, and I wasn't really a fan of that scene either. Mostly because, like, I really, really hate snakes, but also, like, yeah, I feel like it was just drawn out too long. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, <laughs> my least favorite character, sorry. <laughs> okay! <laughs> I wasn't sure it was my turn. Um, my least favorite character is Ernst, too, and I think he's a great character, but honestly, he had moments... And no offense to Tommy, but his facial expressions, like he would look at the camera. <laughs> oh, and yeah. Make these expressions. I'm like, what was that? Did you just break the fourth wall? Or like, who are you looking at? Like, yeah. he would, or he'd like, his father would say something and there'd be a beat and then he'd like make some expression. I'm like, what? <laughs> Did you just get that? Like, I don't, well, okay. Um, and also the whole like, he's like, I read books, I'm better than everybody type of deal. And, I kind of found it sad in a way that he was the only one who really didn't change either. Like, he became stronger as a character, like, as a person, but he still left. Like, everyone else stayed, but he's like, yeah, I'm gone. I want to go learn. Like, bye. I'm done. And I thought that was kind of sad. I think it was just his personality. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and least favorite scene is also the anaconda scene because it goes on forever. Um, Roberta also disappointed me in that scene because yeah. she's just kind of sitting there yeah. and like making these weird screams. Like, what was that, by the way? She had some yes. weird screams. Oh yeah, she did. <laughs> like, you don't need to be that scared of an iguana. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we would see them all the time in Florida. And I'm like, right. that's nothing. Yeah. A lizard? Who cares about a lizard? They're not going to hurt Who you. Who cares about a lizard? <laughs> Yeah. But, like, the anaconda scene went on forever, and she just kind of sat there, and mm-hmm. the boys were trying to fight it off. It, it was weird. It was just not a good scene. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Like, give them something. Help out yeah. somehow. Um, my least favorite character is Ernst. But I'm going to say it's because I didn't like... Like, for example, he... Francis comes up with this idea for a pirate alarm. And Ernst is just like, ha, that's stupid. That's not going to work. Guess what? It saved your life. 
Yeah. And he was just doing yeah. it with like a lot of stuff. And I think he was just trying to be impressive. I just think he... And he is just being an older brother. I think he just hasn't grown up yet. So First, yeah. Yes. So yeah. in time, you know, he'll be part of the Fritz Club, but not quite yeah. yet. Are you sure? <laughs> It's a pretty high honor. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> my least favorite scene is honestly, like, as much as I love seeing the animals, it made me sad because I knew that they were kind of mistreated in this movie, mm. so that really bothered me, especially with the ostrich. I didn't really care for that racing scene. Yeah, like, it, it seemed just, unnecessary. It just seemed like the animals were getting, like, beat on. Like, there was no other way you could have made one of those characters be out on the beach to see the pirates. You had to have, like, a race with them on these exotic animals. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. know. Yeah. Just kind of yeah. rubbed me the wrong way a little bit. That's all. No, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. All what right, did what you did, take away? What did I take away from it? Um, that... I appreciate the treehouse at Disney World. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> I can actually appreciate it. True. We'll have to go back on it now. Um, and uh, that it's like okay to go outside of your comfort zone and try new things. Even mm-hmm. things as huge as what they did. Mm-hmm. But also things as small as, you know whatever you know like it doesn't matter how big or small the change is if you're going outside of your comfort zone like it's probably a good thing to try i'm gonna remind you of that are you mm-hmm. next time you don't want to try some new food i'll be like swiss family Robinson. oh no 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 food is a different story <laughs> nc i always have no. an excuse for food no you I just said it's documented and recorded for i know that i'm not gonna like some foods i just know Meg, just think of fritz next time you don't want to eat a food I don't think Have Fritz breathing. likes lettuce. It's oh fine. Oh my god. Hey, Caitlin, what did you take away from the movie? <laughs> I think mine kind of goes along with um, Megan's, but I kind of thought, like, life is what you make it. Like, Ooh. the mom at first really didn't want to be on the island, and she didn't think it would be good, but in the end, they kind of all, like, made the best of it, and it yeah. ended up being really great. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I like, I like that. that. Um, okay, let's go. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna do that from now on every time I'm on. I love um, it. <laughs> so I really think that the takeaway for me was the importance of family. Like, really is a big one, of course. But also, life is what you make it. I really agree with that. I agree with Caitlin a lot that life is what you make it, and also you have to take your negatives and turn them into positives. Like life is not going to always be perfect and you'll get handed some cards you don't like. So you have to do what you can to make them work for you. And they did, and they made it into something that they really enjoyed. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess mine's kind of, I wasn't going to phrase it that way, but you phrase it so much nicer that life is what you make it. Just like, um, you know, you're going to, life can be a roller coaster. You're going to have extreme highs. You're going to have extreme lows, a lot of things in between. I mean, this family got shipwrecked. I mean, I think a lot of people would just be like, we're done for, we're screwed, what are we going to do? But instead, they just picked themselves up, they worked as a family together, and they created something, yeah, that they really ended up falling in love with, and decided to stay there for the rest of forever, so. Yeah. Yeah. And they were going to be the governors. (laughs) Yeah. Of the new (laughs) island. I would have told that guy, like, no, this is my island. You're not building an island here. I like it the way it is. Just buying new provisions every couple of months. Right. <laughs> Alright. I think that's it. Mm-hmm. This Swiss family reunion is all. Yep. So thank you, Kat and Caitlin, for joining us. We appreciate thank it. Thank you. Thanks for, Thanks for having me. Yeah, you guys are awesome, yeah. as always. Thanks for joining us for Podmas. Yes. Even yeah. though this was day 13 and we did have some troubles that no one else besides us four will know about because it's going to be edited. But it wanted to be a cursed episode. It wanted to be the cursed 13th episode. It did. (laughs) Yeah. It wanted to shipwreck us. It really did. There you go. On iTunes Island. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) I don't know why that was so funny. We're the island of misfit toys. Yes. Yes. (laughs) All right. So grown-up kids can be found on Podbean. 
iTunes Island, the Google Play Store, Stitcher, <laughs> TuneIn, and Spotify. So make sure you hit that little subscribe button so you can be sure to get our latest episode as soon as it's available. You can also find us on Instagram at Grown Up Kids Pod and on Facebook at Grown Up Kids A Disney Podcast. And you can also join our Facebook discussion group. And you can see the whole list of movies that we're doing along with the availability to be on the show. And if anybody's interested in joining us, just like Kat and Caitlin did today, you can check out that list, see what's available, and then comment comment on the list, email us or message us what you're interested in, and I will get you in the slot. Um, also, you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash grownupkidspod. Thank you so much for listening, and make sure to watch... 101 Dalmatians ahead of tomorrow's episode of Podmas. I'm so excited! <laughs> Woo! It's a good one! <laughs> and don't forget, adults are only kids grown up anyway. All who come to this happy place, welcome. Disneyland is your land. Here age relives fond memories of the past. And here youth may savor the challenge and promise of the future.